brought to you by the Induction Day Network. Yeah, and it's really powerful how deep and far that can go in terms of our belief systems and our emotional triggers and yeah. our whole mental attitude towards life. We can do anything, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, bro. If if that little girl can go against our odds and become champion international gymnast, right? Like uh, compete internationally. Do you know what I mean? Anybody can do anything. Mm. Did he say it like that? Like, <laughs> I probably couldn't tell you, to be honest. <laughs> teach, teach me. Teach me. Yeah, that was sweet. It's episode five, this. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And six. And six? Well, yeah, five slash six, and it will. Anyway, <laughs> your hair looks well different, it looks sick. Does it? Yeah, I can tell it's getting longer, it looks sick. Sick. Um, yes, yeah, um, I, I was debating whether or not to cut it, because like, my plan was to grow it out, but the longer it's getting, the more I'm realising, the more the longer it is, the more effort it is to take care of. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. drying it and sorting it out. It's mad, it? it's got to just, yeah. See, for me, it's easy, isn't it? Because I've got a long hair, but it's dreads in it. You just need support to leave it. But yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, do you want to jump into the episode? Yeah, let's jump in. So, hi everybody, new episode of <laughs> Happy of, uh, Happy Stuff, bloody <laughs> hell. New episode of Induction Day. Uh, I'm Marcus, we're changing up in it a little bit. We definitely are, yeah. So what's going on is... Well, I'll tell you why first. Because this podcast slash brand slash adventure exploration of human potential was born out of me and Raf's enjoyment of contemplating some of the deeper aspects of life and as we mentioned in previous episodes the real kind of magic of where it comes from is just between free-flowing informal conversations and for some reason when we started this podcast we thought it'd be a good idea to put each other in the hot seat <laughs> it's so hot, bro. Um, and kind of have it as a little bit more of a formal scenario where we take it in turns to ask each other certain questions and each episode is well you know the score if you've been listening each episode is either Raf asking me a question and I'll leave my perspective or vice versa but we figured that it would be much more valuable for everyone if we just had it as a discussion you know we just discussed it between each other and to then cut that so topic three this is going to be which is why are we the way we are and instead of having it split into two episodes where it's Raf's in the hot seat and I'm in the hot seat we're just going to record one huge kind of discussion probably a couple hours long and then cut that in half so part one and part two just experimenting you know see how it goes as you know if you've been following us it's all about having fun playing with life and just doing what feels right and it feels right to do this so that's why we're doing it so just wanted to give you a heads up in terms of the new format i'm looking forward to this more because i hate like anything formal formal. (laughs) i hate it like so much like i just so informal so i think it's much better now like obviously we noticed after recording last episode and it your episode marcus why we're here Mm -hmm. that it just flowed so much more and it was more like just a a normal conversation which is 
kind of where the idea come from in it basically just share our conversations we have the crazy conversation we had at camping and on the walks whatever um so yeah i'm so glad that we decided to do this because it's just going to be more natural mm-hmm. and like like we said like i said last episode it was more like that and i think from now just going to be even more just normal and natural and less formal which suits me a lot <laughs> yeah yeah and it's it's interesting to see you know how such a small change changes psychology so much because it like even though we say it's formal it's only still me and you si. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not like sat is, in suits or anything it? but it's this kind of like shirts, mental structure that you know as a consequence we act differently which is interesting I find yeah because we've got because we had like we made it into a big deal isn't it it'd be <laughs> yeah. like think of episode one like obviously we've got all this equipment laptops mics you know whatever all this stuff and uh, we just made it into a big, big deal like at the end of the day we just chatting we sat on a table chatting to sat opposite like sides of a table to each other just chatting and I feel like at the beginning we're just making it into more than it has to be, do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but it's nice to watch, to see how we change things and adapt and grow, do you know what I mean? Like, 20 years time, but when we look at this, 10 years time, bro, next year when we look, look back at Induction Day episode, uh, season one, it's going to be nice to see how we changed and improved it, and I think this is a big improvement. Yeah, and on that note, I just want to urge any of you listening, you know, because our... Our mission here at Induction Day is to explore human potential. And even though that's sometimes seen as a kind of a macro thing to do, looking at, well, how do you look at the human system and explore what it's capable of? You know, we do also want to bring it down to a kind of a smaller level, you know, in terms of just doing what you enjoy in life. That is optimization of your experience, fulfilling your potential, doing what you love. Definitely. And basically what I was saying is that I've had quite a few people reach out to me um, since we started this, just saying, you know, how do you do podcasts? Like, is it hard and all that kind of stuff? And if you've got a subject that you're passionate about, I urge you to start a podcast because it's so easy. (laughs) All you have to do is like Ram said before get some mics get some it's a little bit of research yeah anyone can do it we're just normal guys who did it just get a little <laughs> bit of research a little bit of money so you can get a mic or two depending on how many people's on the, on, on the podcast if you've got a laptop you set and mm. off you go do you know what I mean it's not really hard at all yeah and it's incredible what it can do for you you know I only started this because I heard Gary V talking about it how you can build yourself a brand out of just talking about what you enjoy and sharing that value with other people um and the time is now you know perfect isn't it like everything's like uh, i was talking to my mate the other day like we've got so much opportunity these days we can do anything yo like two guys can make a podcast i might was it you were talking i might have been you have a talking to the other day like when we went to my when we was in in manchester town and we were just saying how I don't know, it could be it could be something else. But we're just saying how Yeah, me, you and Ben. <laughs> yeah, it was me, you and Ben, wasn't it, in Manny. And we we're saying how um yeah, like what, fifty years ago, two guys wanted to create like basically broadcast a conversation about improving like the human experience or whatever. Um 
our best chance of doing that is somehow getting a show or a little segment on a on a radio show on a radio, bro. Doesn't matter how hard that'd be for two guys with like no experience in radio to do that at twenty two years old. <laughs> Fifty years later, not even that. Ten years later, like just here, like twenty nineteen. Anybody can do it. Just two not random guys. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's amazing. So like, yeah, like you said, um, to echo what you just said, then the time is now in it because like everything is handed to us on a plate right now. Mm-hmm. We've got everything we need, literally everything. And it's just, every, it's easy, man. It's not really hard at all. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> nice little intro that. To the, to the episode yeah went down a bit of a, a rabbit hole off a tangent but I think it was a little necessary because yeah exactly we want to help people basically that, that is the most simple way you can put this induction day malarkey yeah yeah <laughs> we want to help people live better lives so if you want to do a podcast and start having fun just go out and do it you could probably do it in a week and it's interesting because we, me and Raf, took so long doing this. Yeah, months. it took us months to plan it. You know, like what is the podcast? What's it about? What's it going to be like in the future? What's the name? Uh, what kind of topics are we going to be discussing? But in hindsight, we were just overthinking. I think we could have probably done it in a week if we yeah. really wanted to. Yeah, definitely. we could have just been like, right, let's go. Definitely. But it's all done, and we're here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Six months later, um, seven months later, we're out to October now, aren't we? Um, so, but yeah, like you said, you can make a podcast in a week. You can do anything. You can make a song it's in a week. Probably doing a day if you wanted. Yeah, <laughs> just run to the shop, get the equipment. If you don't have it, boom, just you can upload it in a in. Oh, it's easy, man. Yeah, I will tell you what, an idea just come to me now because I. I like to live in the principle of paying it forwards and I don't know if anyone will take this seriously but I'm serious in saying this <laughs> a little challenge for anyone who wants to start a podcast if you start a podcast within 24 hours from hearing this and you show us evidence we'll give you some sort of gift yeah. reach out to us and we'll gift you in some way <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it yeah 100% we, and it can be something related to your podcast or what you love to do or don't know anyway topic three why are we the way we are Raf? <laughs> i'm hoping you could tell me <laughs> um why are we the way we are wait first first of all what what kind of topics come to your head when you ask yourself that question why um why are we like for example, why do we have, you say people have like God-given talents? Why do some of us have a certain God-given talent and some of us don't? Um, why, that, that comes to me like our interests and our talents and interests um, come to mind. Also, our physical appearance comes to mind. It's more than just an appearance in my opinion. Like it, I mean, well, I'm not, I mean, your appearance definitely has a big influence and um like in your life, do you know what I mean? Because if, if a black person, a white person, they're probably going to experience different stuff in their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man and a woman are probably going to experience different stuff in their life. Um, yeah, a talents, appearance. Why are, we here, why are we here now? Do you know what I mean? Why would, I don't know, yeah, I guess. 
I guess that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to came to mind. What about you? What about you? Lots of different things. Um, but I want to take your first example of, you said God-given talents, and I presume you mean natural talents and gifts and abilities. So, for example... Oh, yeah, yeah. You know... Like, for example, why am I? I'm, just, I'm quick, bro. I can run quick. Yeah. And I've always been able to run quick. And there's so many people who are just naturally slow, but then they're amazing swimmers. And I'm, bro, I'm such a slow swimmer, and I'm not. I can swim. I can swim fine, but I'm not a talented swimmer. Um, why, why is that? A lot of it is because of... Um, it's like your physical... Again, it's your physical being. I heard, is it... That's why a lot of a lot of black people... Are, bro, you look at the Olympics, the 100 metre sprint, the Olympics final. Everybody's black. Every guy is black, every woman's black. Then you go to the swimming, everybody's white. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's obviously not a coincidence. Um, so, yeah, like... Oh yeah, it's because of, like, bond density and stuff, and we have, like more bone density or something it's harder to swim but easier something called like neg- negative buoyancy or something I don't know but we, but we can like jump high I don't know do you know what I mean but like yeah I feel like uh, it's interesting why like for me I'm always mad because, well probably because my genetics I didn't have a lot of muscle when I was a little kid but I was the quickest in my class at 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 year old do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um why I and I'm so I'm quick I'm just always been quick but like let's say I and I've never been that good at swimming let's say I really wanted to be a swimmer do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I dreamed of becoming a swimmer am I ever going to be, become an Olympic gold medalist in swimming because I'm already at a huge disadvantage yeah that's physically. a really interesting concept and I'd I know exactly what you're saying but a lot of Are you familiar with Bruce Lipton? Let's just ask you that question no, first. No. He's a um, molecular biologist, and I mean, there's loads of people now kind of going into his research, or at least his field of study, mm. and it explains how our consciousness shapes biology. Right. So the question that came to my mind then, when you said if I wanted to be a swimmer, yeah, your from what this new science is now saying is that you could literally change your genetics. You could manipulate your DNA so that you become suited, so that your body type becomes suited to swimming. Yeah. So I can... So I'm rubbish at swimming because of, of my bone density, for example. Oh, big, that gives me a big disadvantage. I can change my bone density. Essentially. <laughs> Like how? Did he say like? like <laughs> I probably couldn't tell you to be honest. <laughs> teach, teach me, teach me. What's he called? Bruce Lipton. Yeah, I mean, you know, research him, similar I'll to the work it. of Jody Spencer and people of a similar nature that are showing now that we can, as I said, manipulate our biology. It's like when people become supposedly miraculously healed from terminal diseases, right. they 
use their conscious awareness to flip their biology and literally change their genetics, their DNA. Well, well it happens all the time, yeah. That documentary, yeah. Heal documentary on Netflix, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's loads of stuff coming out like that. Um, and I, I don't want to go into too much into that because, I, well, I can't really speak much about that because I don't know yeah. the science behind it. But I think it's really interesting to just think about that. You know? Yeah, so it's just... There is a... Um, a guy called Phil Goldfine. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a an award-winning film producer. And he's... He's won just an incredible amount of awards and broken like records and stuff and he has created that for himself and he's now looking at breaking swimming world records wow. and he's not no, by no means any kind of you know he's not Olympian or anything like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he's he studies very closely with Bob Proctor right he's one of Bob Proctor's uh, long term students he's been studying with him since I think around 1999, something like that. Yeah, so like time. nearly 20 years. Yeah, roughly 20 years. 20 years, yeah. Um, and there's, I was I came across a story actually the other day and it was about um, a little disabled girl who was born with Down syndrome and she was told she could never do any sports or anything like that. And she went on to becoming a... A champion gymnast at an international level. There you go. Doing, I mean, doing things way beyond what I can do, but what anyone can do, really. You know, I don't really know gymnastic, but you know, when they're like doing crazy stuff. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And her doctor said, no, she will never be able to do that. Yeah. Um, But she did, you know, it's the power of the human mind and the power of the will. If we decide that we're going to do something and we stick to it persistently, I believe that we are unstoppable in the pursuit of that how long it will take and if anything will come in the way and you know kind of the journey to get there I can't really say but I believe that we can we can do anything bro yeah <laughs> yeah. no seriously bro if if that little girl can go against our odds and become a champion international gymnast right like uh, compete internationally do you know what I mean anybody can do anything mm. like uh, it, yeah anybody it's just that for some of us, it's harder than others because we're born with it's a disadvantage. Certain aspects that aren't favourable, yeah. Yeah, like it's not, but then like it's favourable for me to. That's why it's not good for me being. I mean, I don't know with my bone density whether good for me for swimming, but it's amazing <laughs> for me for running. Yeah. So, um, and there's loads, loads of stuff like that, yeah. And guess, um. Anyway, we can all do it. We can all do it. It's just some people have got to work harder than others, I guess. Mm. Perspective, isn't it? I believe. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So going back to why are we the way we are? Physical, you brought up the physical body and that's due to genetics, you know, our, yeah. our parents. That's why we look the way we are. Yeah. Because of our genetics that have been handed down from our parents. Mm-hmm. And also the qualities like if, if two um, Caucasian people had a child, 
it's you know they're not going to come they're not going to produce a baby that was you know kind of of African yeah a little heritage <laughs> yeah I've heard a story about it's happened really it's happened bro it, it, it can't, wow. I don't know how it happens With what like mu- gene mutations and all that it's kind of some, stuff I don't know but like obviously a, 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 a white woman had a black kid in it and the white obviously the guy's like the dad who's white is like thinking what is going on here do you know what I mean? But it was legit by a child, and I don't know how it happened. I've seen a story, like probably Farnagoo. I'm, I'm sure there's multiple instances as well. It's mental. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how that happens, but I don't know how. <laughs> but normally, yeah, that would not happen. Yeah. That would 99.9999% of chance that would not happen. Um, sorry, what were you saying? What were you pointing? You're making sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. It's cool. No, just that our. Our physical body is the way it is because of genetics and through the mm-hmm. genes that have been handed down from, from our parents, yeah. you know, from their ancestors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So on another level, what do you think makes you the way you are? Not on a physical level, but your personality and your traits. Um, and the way you interact with people, your relationship with yourself and your relationship with other people. I think that's just, I don't know, I guess, just from the beat, beat the people, like, for example, like, why do I, t- like, why do I talk the way I am? Why am I, like, again, it's just because of the influences I've had all the way, I mean, it. That's why we both talk in this accent because obviously we don't talk like we're from, say, like we're from London. Yeah. we've been not and we've never we're just copying like our parents and all the people around us and it's going up that's why we got this certain accent um yeah I don't know like social is that I guess is that social like environmental conditioning is it or mm-hmm. social conditioning whatever yeah uh, and that stuff what comes after birth in it um yeah that's, yeah I don't know why, what do you think well I've been studying haven't I over the past 18 months, a year or so. Yeah. All about this stuff, why are we the way we are, conditioning and human dynamics. And it's precisely that, you know, we are programmed physically. So we have the physical traits and genetics because of our parents. But then from there onwards, it's due to our environment. You know, it's this... This argument of nature versus nurture yeah and the nurture part of it which is our environment is so so important because when before basically when we reach seven years old we have already had the majority of our personality built yeah yeah due to our experiences because when we are born our subconscious mind is wide open to influences yeah and that's how we learn to speak this language because our subconscious mind just absorbs it over time. If yeah. you took a baby, for example, from, let's say a baby was born in London hmm. through English parents and at one week old, for some reason the baby moved to Tokyo or... 
I don't know, what's the capital of China? Beijing. Beijing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they were to then grow up there, they would grow up speaking Japanese or Mandarin. Of course, it happened to me. I was born in Hainzon, near just in Middlesex, but it's outside of London. And I would have, and I was born there and I stayed with a family, um, a foster family for the first seven months of my life, seven mm. and a half months of my life. And so I was obviously listening to the, this, I think it's like a, a man and a woman and their like daughter, who's probably like 17, 18. I listened to his accent for seven months, subconsciously, obviously. Whatever people from Hounslow talk, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southern anyway. And then obviously, but then I get adopted and I move to Bolton. And then from seven months onwards, until I can talk, until like I can start talking at three or whatever, like it's over. Like, all that northernness is like <laughs> over, over, like over, like writ all the this previous dad had big first seven months in it, mm-hmm. and that's why I have this accent because I was born. Like you said, yeah, it's a, you, just because you're born someplace doesn't mean that's obviously the accent you're gonna have. Obviously, yeah. You, like you said, your subconscious mind is open to whatever's around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really powerful how deep and far that can go in terms of our belief systems and our emotional triggers and yeah our whole mental attitude towards life because if you let's just take for example the person that was in london but then moved to beijing let's say yeah (laughs) they became let's say they were twins one of them stayed with the parents and then for some reason the other child was adopted by Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett, yeah. <laughs> by the time both those children turn, let's say 18, 20 years old, their beliefs around money and the financial world and business are obviously going to be hugely different. Yeah. So I think when we're looking at you know, assessing this question, why are we the way we are? I think one of the most, let's say, powerful lessons we can take from it is if we want to create our reality from the inside out, which is what I speak about a lot because we do have the ability to do that, we have to sometimes unlearn. Yeah, definitely. And then relearn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because our whole attitude and our whole belief about the world is not necessarily you know favorable to the life that we want to build Mm. yeah definitely like uh rich dad poor dad obviously you've seen that you you've seen that you read that in it uh he's got two quote-unquote dads in it or his dad and then his best friend's dad Mm mm-hmm and his dad is like, yeah, go to school, go to university, get a good job. Uh, and he's obviously his friend's dad is opposite, isn't he? and he's like the person who hires the clever people who go to university <laughs> to work for people like him. Him, do you know what I mean? They're both totally two different, two two different people. Now his, um, his best friend, who has the rich dad in the book, obviously like he's just around his his rich dad so he's like going to be even though they're living in, like very close to each other mm-hmm. he's going to just be very similar to him yeah. now Robert T. Kiyosaki the guy who obviously 
wrote the book. He could just be like his poor dad, so to speak, uh, and have all like the habits and stuff like that. Or he could unlearn what he's learning the first few years of his life, his child childhood years, and then just learn the stuff what his rich dad tells him, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. And then look at him, smashing it, writing books <laughs> and stuff, uh, real estate. So yeah, you are totally right. You got to unlearn. Um, like I said, it's just some people are buzzing because we don't have to ever unlearn. Like they're just born, like we're just born into a family where if you're born into a rich family, bro, you, you, you more than likely are going to grow up and be a rich person yourself because you're around it. Now, if you're born into a poor family, if, <laughs> unless you just reject comp- everything that you get told when you're a little kid, which you're probably not going to do, mm-hmm. um, you have to unlearn all the stuff your poor family have taught you, the mindset they have, the way they look at the world, the habits, and yeah, we learn. Go and live with Warren Buffett for a little, Buffett for a little bit and uh, <laughs> learn, obviously relearn different ways to do stuff. Just some, it's just like, some people just, do you know what I mean? Just like buzzing in it, look, but like buzzing for you if you're born into like, like bro, look at Jaden Smith and Will Smith, uh, Jaden Smith and Willow Smith. Mm-hmm. Straight up, like, Will Smith's and Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, son and daughter, do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've got a massive head start, massive yeah. head start into the entertainment industry, into absolutely anything really. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because that's just, is it luck, I guess? I don't know. Or not? It's just, yeah, it's interesting. It's like swings and roundabouts because. I heard, well, this year actually, yeah, um, I signed up for some training and one of the coaches was saying that he would hate to be born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Mm. Um, And this is just his perspective. I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but he was basically getting to the fact that people who are born into, let's say, you know, fame or like fortune or whatever, they don't go through the process of growth to become that person, if you know what I mean. Like Will Smith had to, he was born into like a working class family. Yeah, and his fulfillment out of life will be so much greater because because he's got that comparison, you know, the contrast. mm -hmm. Whereas if you, you know, you see it when people are just taking money, for example, it's just one of the easiest examples to use so many people born into these let's just say aristocracy or um you know hedge fund babies yeah (laughs) as some people call them they grow up very unhappy because they well i'm not sure on the psychology behind it but my perspective is that they they have worthy like problems with self-image and kind of being worthy, they they feel like they need to prove themselves somehow because they've not done anything, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And this, I think it was a really cool point what this coach made um, that even though on the surface it might look they're born into a very privileged, advantaged, and I use that term advantage kind of loosely there because yes, they have much more opportunity but if a person has grown 
from like like say rags to riches they're going to be much more personally developed and be able to cope with many more problems in life yeah i would definitely agree. if you know what i mean yeah so they, they've kind of got more a person that's gone from rags to riches is much more resilient and persistent and grounded let's say than a person who's kind of just you know being born into it yeah yeah i agree and there's a whole kind of emotional side of that as well because let's say they do live in this kind of world of, of of luxury and opulence which is fantastic yeah buzzing um they might have to kind of unlearn some things in life Mm-hmm. in terms of you know people and society that you know not everyone is born into this most people aren't yeah. and that people you know kind of how certain people treat other people you know I know that some people who are born into this kind of lifestyle will you know kind of look down their nose at other people yeah and unfortunately that's just the way the world is at the moment so these people have on the material plane lots but on a more kind of mental emotional and spiritual side of things they they might actually be at a disadvantage yo so that's it for this week episode five part one done we'll be back next week with the rest of this episode for the part two uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully we'll see you soon on the next episode love you lots peace <laughs>